here on After Hours, 8 o'clock, two hours down, one to go, less than an hour. It flies by on Friday nights on the most exciting night on sports radio, at least here on After Hours. Thanks for everybody that listened. Again, don't forget, coming up a week from tonight, January 12th, starting at 6 p.m. at Cinderblock Brewery, we'll do our third annual playoff pills and release. I'll be doing my show, this show that you're listening tonight, After Hours, live from Cinderblock Brewery from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. The entire 610 Sports Radio staff will be present. Also, F325 Barbecue will be doing a special tailgate menu with wings, loaded mac and cheese, and barbecue sandwiches. Uh, if that kind of thing interests you or you just want to come tell me how much you hate me for some of my sports takes, that also is accepted. Uh, or you can tell me how much you enjoy some of these sports takes. But either way, I'll be there uh, broadcasting live from Cinderblock Brewery as they do the third playoff Pilsner. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter. Facebook, whatever. I'll have posts throughout the week to remind you of all of that. But it is 8 o'clock, and it is the time for the out-of-left-field question. JT, I always give the option. Either you can go first as the producer slash co-host, or I can go first. Totally up to you. Yeah, I'll I'll throw it to you first. Okay. Normally, I give the out-of-left-field question before the break. I did not tonight, but I'll give it to you now. The number is 913-586-7610. The out-of-left-field question tonight comes from UberFax. What seems to be universally despised on social media but is actually popular in real life? 913-586-7610. What seems to be universally despised on social media, but is actually popular in real life? So I thought about this on the way in. Because normally I can get the show pretty well prepped to where there's really no gaps in the rundown. And on the way in, I think to myself, all right, what do we see a lot on social media that we despise, but in real life, it's pretty popular? And what came to mind was, are these people that will go to Facebook? I don't necessarily get annoyed by you, but I do kind of despise it because there are many outlets, because I think there are undertones within this. Again, 913-586-7610, what seems to be universally despised on social media but is actually popular in real life. Mine are the people that go to Facebook and say, looking for countertops in the kitchen, best places, go. You don't need to do that. Now, I understand that in real life, when you go into a circle of friends or you go to a house party or you have a neighborhood, you know, get together where a lot of people have kids, you live in the same vicinity, you walk over to the other house, you have some wine, you have some stories, and it's like, hey, me and Jackson are going to remodel our kitchen. Have you guys had any good, you know, spots here that you like? Or, hey, we're getting ready to move. Have you heard? We have Google reviews. We have things that we can go search ourselves. Plus, I think people just like you to know what they're getting ready to do. My opinion. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. What is something that is despised on social media but is actually accepted or actually popular in real life? I believe asking people what is a good place to get new flooring at a conversation is popular or socially okay. But when you go to Facebook about it, we get it, Nancy. You're getting a new kitchen. You want us to know. 
We don't need you to say and go. That's just my person. Go ahead if you have one. Yeah, so we kind of we kind of talked about this a little bit uh, on like on our breaks, you know. Mm. And so here's mine. It's not technically TikTok, but it's these people that are like, get ri- get ready with me while I tell you about how I stubbed my toe on the door. Listen, I'm I'm cool with getting to mm-hmm. like watch you get dressed or whatever you're doing with the makeup and shebang bang, but I don't. I feel like every time you say, wow, you want to explain something, it just gets weirder and weirder. Like mm-hmm. the other day, uh, get ready with me while I explain how I married my twin brother. All right. Um, I really don't want to know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, just let's let's not do that. All right. You I'm cool with seeing what your fit looks like, but I don't need to know like your backstory of how your second cousin is married mm-hmm. to you and you have a third daughter on a fourth mm-hmm. fourth man like Keep that to yourself, Becky. I'll, I'll, I'll lean towards what you're wearing. And mm-hmm. all right, Jedi, let's get out of here. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's tough. A lot of people here on the Uber Facts. Peace, TikTok, broccoli. People love it on their plates, but hate it in their feeds. People hate broccoli. I know like two people that don't like it, but man, broccoli's amazing. Somebody says opinions. Gas station pickles. Yeah, I don't understand it. Gas station pickles. What's wrong with gas station pickles? People posting their religious views on social media. I'm a believer, yet I don't want other people's crap shoved down my throat on social media. Pam. I feel that. Freedom of religion, you have your own beliefs, you have your own ways of thinking, and then when people are like, hey, 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 you need to feel this. <laughs> you know? TikTok's probably one. Travis and Taylor's relationship. Oh, man. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting, because, like, I mean, you just never know. You know, people are, you know... People put their political views on there. I'm not going to get into which sides, but they'll put their political views on there. Somebody says sports, literally any sports. Man, I hate this team. I don't care about this team. You despise seeing people's opinions on, you know, Twitter or Facebook. But actually, it's popular in real life that people be like, yeah, I'll tell you what. Like, you may not need to see somebody complain about MVS on Twitter, but you know it's popular in real life. You may not need to hear people on Instagram doing a cooking reel of how to make the best tacos. But I'll tell you what, everybody in real life is probably okay and is popular at making tacos. Cooking videos and fighting videos are always interesting to me. Oh, yeah, they're very interesting. The ones that I actually, I know this is about what is popular. Mm-hmm. One of my most unpopular videos that I always see are the ones where they're like, let's split the bill evenly down the middle. Uh, no, I will pay for what I ordered. Oh, that was that one that came out not too long ago. Oh, yeah, I know. Where Did you like, see the, the other one about the dude? Where they're like, you're the dude, you need to pay for all of us women. Oh. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm. He was like, I'll pay for my wife and my kid and the birthday girl. And all the women around the table are like, uh, you should be paying for us. You're the only man at the table. And it was mm. like a $700 check. Mm. Were they all his lady? <laughs> they were... They. Ended up, they ended up. All the girls left, mm-hmm. and apparently the wife left the numbers and addresses for all the ladies that left for the owner to send them the, the check for the money. I like this one: pineapple on pizza. 
people on social media will consistently say pineapple on pizza is not accepted. should not be anywhere near. But I think in reality, I think it's more popular than you think in real life. I, on one hand, love pineapple on pizza. I like pineapple in general. Juice, fruit, in a fruit cup, on a pizza, on a ham, and a little yogurt mix, and a little smoothie. There's not any way, shape, or form I don't like pineapple. You could drop a piece of pineapple in a puddle of mud. I'll probably blow it off and eat it. I want to get a pineapple core. That's my next Christmas idea for a gift for me. I want one of those cores. You know, you make like uh, you make pork chops in the in the summer on the grill. When you're smoking them off the direct heat, throw a little pineapple on top. Throw a little teriyaki glaze. Put the cover back on. Take it off. You can eat that pineapple for dessert. Might have a little teriyaki sauce to it, but it's still good. People act like they don't like pineapple on pizza. I feel like those people don't try it. Mayonnaise on a hot dog. Signed, Kling. I'm really wanting to know if that's Josh Klingler. Mayonnaise on a hot dog is a thing? People are doing that on social media and it's popular in real life? I'm not a big mayo guy. Like, if there's mayo on my sandwich and it's been scraped off because they accidentally put it on there and realized I didn't want it on there, that's okay. But sometimes I feel a little weird when I get, like, a McChicken back in the day and there'd just be gobs of it out the side, you know? And it's almost like overkill. Like, who's holding the mayo squeezer in the back at McDonald's? Mayo and onion on a hot dog is fire. Somebody says anime from the 913. Somebody says Taylor Swift. You know, I'm going back a few. You said Mm. pineapple. My mom has PTSD with pineapple. Really? Because she was on a cruise. Pineapple traumatic disorder? Yep. Um, She had pineapples, and Mm. she had some pineapples on her door, Mm. and she never knew what the other reason of pineapple was, which means Ooh. you're a swinger. Yeah. Upside down pineapple means that you uh, you allow the swinging to happen. Yeah, and so she didn't know that, so she's kind of had some PTSD with some pineapple. Did too. she have people knock on the door like, hey, Miss Noah? <laughs> I think someone just was like, hey, you know what that means, right? And mm-hmm. she was like, uh, I like pineapple? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Somebody uh, brought that up at our Thanksgiving, uh, Friendsgiving party at one of them I went to, and she was like, you know, we had a we had this huge portrait of a pineapple in our in our like four yay and people are like oh and she's like yeah pineapple what about it same thing happened to her and of course she came to my dirty mind and her and her husband are great people and she was like dusty i know you'll be somebody that'll understand this i said okay is it sports related she said no i said oh boy she goes it's kind of sex related upside down pineapple i found out means that you allow the swinging to happen I said, yeah, that's a true thing. I was like, if you drive around some of the houses in, I don't know, I'm just going to guess a random place like Lake Lottawana, and there's an upside-down pineapple on a mailbox, if Steve and Mary are driving by that house and they see that thing and they got one too, I bet you in three days you're going to get a knock at the door, they're going to have a bottle of red wine, they're going to say, hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? Noticed the mailbox, and then you're in like Flint. Be careful with them upside-down pineapples, man. 913-586-7610, 913-586-7610, the out of left field question. What seems to be universally despised on Twitter, Facebook, social media in general, but is actually popular in real life. 913-586-7610. 
I can't get over this mayo and onion on a hot dog. You never heard Clean talk about it? Mm-mm. Yeah, he always says he gets a hot dog with mayo on it. Somebody says pineapple on pizza is fine. I don't order it that way, but I'm not snubbing my nose at it. I don't like onions on my pizza. But if the majority of the people in the room are like, you know what? We're just going to go with Supreme. I'm not going to be like, absolutely not. My sister sent uh, a text. And she said, dancing in real life is cool. Making a dance video is cringy. I have, since we live in like the middle of America, we don't really see a whole lot of TikToks. But I did see one not too long ago where I didn't know what was going on. I was driving home from work. I think it was doing Cody and Gold. And I was at uh, Summit Crossing. It's like the shopping center in Lee Summit. And sure enough, man, Target parking lot. Like three 13-year-old girls middle of the parking lot doing the whole. Had the phone on the light pole. Had it recorded. I was like, what in the world? Oh, TikTok. And I can only imagine what it would be like living in like L.A. Or, like or New, New York. York. Or oh. everywhere you turn, it's just happening. Yeah. That would be... Uh... Speaking of internet trends, what gets your attention more? Like disgusting videos, like ingrown toenails, pimple popping, or fight videos, or like cooking reels? Uh, so for one, mm-hmm. I hate feet. Yeah, big time. I don't. I'm not a fan. Oh God, uh, my parents think it's weird. I don't take off my shoes, mm-hmm. or like if I take off my shoes, I have slippers right next to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't take off. That until I'm in bed. I don't like my feet being out. It's just not you my sleep thing. With socks on? I do not. But once I get I get under the covers and then I take them off. It's weird. Mm. So it's it's very odd. Um, but uh, I, I I tend to find more cooking videos because in my relationship I'm more of like the cook. Mm. So I like I if I find something intriguing I'm like oh wait I could try to make this and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. So I guess I fall for the cooking videos more. Yeah. There's a guy I watch. His uh, he's got Down syndrome. And his name is Drew, and it's called Downright Delicious. Okay. I'm addicted to his videos, dude. I've never seen someone with more joy in my life do a cooking video, and he just slams the hell out of his chopper. <laughs> you got to what you call Downright Delicious. Downright Great. Delicious? He's, it's very addicting. It's very okay. fun. It's very interesting. That, and then there's this, like, Creole guy that cooks on a Blackstone. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like, stick a butter, baby. And he throws it down as hard as he possibly can. Yep. And then, like, by the time he's done, he's like, throw a little gate in there, baby. Little Peppa, baby. Look at that now. All right, now. Add some W, son, now. And then puts it all together. You're like, I would live with this guy in the swamp just because of the meals he cooks. Yeah, you're like, all right, I could eat what he's cooking up. Absolutely. Creole food is the most underrated food group in the entire world. It's not even a food group. It's just a food type. Uh, That was the out of left field question. Coming back on the other side, we'll talk more about what this game means uh, Sunday night, plus what the Chiefs can do to keep the script going in the right direction. It's JTM Dusty's 6th and Sports Radio program. It's called After Hours. Just about 30 minutes left, and then we say goodnight to you all in Kansas City on this quiet, cool, wet evening. I'll just leave that at that. Somebody from the 816, don't care for the videos where an unsuspected guy gets laid out or whatever. Rather watch someone work on assist, but a couple guys manning up one-on-one ain't bad. Yeah, I'll get through those, like, reels every once in a while where it's like, you won't believe how this finishes, or you won't you won't believe the ending, and out of nowhere somebody just gets knocked out. It's always the guy that deserves it. At least that seems to be the theme. For some reason, and I know that social media is follow you, but for some reason I like watched one clip. It was like a morbid 
Twitter handle. And now every once in a while, like, go soon. I just get through it. I get out of that. I will say there's a cool documentary that I've been watching over the last couple nights. Um, been cold, so no patio sessions. Been a, been a good guy. Been a good boy. Been, been good this week. Hence tonight why we are going to get a little naughty. Um, but uh, there's this documentary. It's like Our Planet something. It's not like the older ones, but it's like a, maybe a newer one. And Morgan Freeman is the uh, narrator. And it talks about all the uh, major um, extinctions that have happened. Episode six is the Jurassic period. I'm on episode seven, and there's only eight total. It's been pretty awesome. And Morgan Freeman's just, I mean, that man was just blessed to be a narrator. I'm about to say, if you don't like Morgan Freeman as a narrator, yeah. something's wrong. Like David Attenborough is probably the best. He's the one that does like Blue Planet, Our Planet, uh, you know, whatever it is. The Ancient Birds of the Southeast Terror who's also the brother of the guy that played the old man in Jurassic Park. Um, not that anybody cared. Jurassic Park also available on Netflix right now. Um, somebody asked if I have see, see the Lottawana movie. I didn't know there was a movie. Dusty, did you ever have Pizzeria Locale? They had a solid pineapple and ham and jalapeno pizza, solid for what it is, ZC. I never had that. Never tried that. I will say an underrated pizza place is Square Pizza in the Independent Square. I don't know if you've ever been there. It is exactly what you'd think. It's square pizza, but it is phenomenal. It is fantastic. We've asked throughout this week that we've been on, Wednesday night, Thursday night, and tonight, how comfortable you are moving forward into the playoffs with this Kansas City Chiefs team. Um, The sample size of what we've been comfortable with watching has not really been large or there hasn't really been an abundance of it. But over this past weekend, when they played Cincinnati in one of the bigger games of the season, um, and for a team that normally plays well at home, has lost quite a bit at home this year, Buffalo, Philadelphia, Vegas, Detroit. They played a Cincinnati team, which was a big game, right? You beat Cincinnati, they're out of the playoffs. You beat Cincinnati, you win the AFC West for the eighth consecutive time. You beat Cincinnati, Patrick Mahomes has never not won the AFC West. You see how they beat Cincinnati. The first drive was, to me, damn near perfect. Drove down the field, used Isaiah Pacheco in the right way, ends up catching a touchdown in the end zone, used Rasheed Rice the right way, didn't really need 87, kind of used him when you needed him in the game, let him kind of develop himself throughout the night, and it seemed to work out. Not only that, you have a guy in Patrick Mahomes who was getting ready to enter the playoffs where he's been absolutely dominating. In fact, Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs – since he's been the quarterback, according to Chiefs Outsider on Twitter or X, whatever the hell we're calling it, since Mahomes took over as quarterback one in 2018, the Chiefs averaged 32.7 points per game. During that span, they are 11-3, and three, including three Super Bowl appearances and two Super Bowl titles. They averaged 34.5 in their 11 wins and 21.3 in their three losses. When you look at what this team has, if the team scores 21, how comfortable are you that they win that game? Chiefs scored 21. You'd have to think similar to if the Royals, if the, if the Chiefs are up by seven points going into the fourth quarter with that defense, I would assume that some of you might be as comfortable as you might have been as the Royals being up by one run going into the eighth inning. The thing that's interesting about Patrick Mahomes' numbers as a starter in the playoffs at 11-3 and three, since taking over as the number one quarterback in the system, his three losses are to New England in his first year as a starter, in the Super Bowl to Tampa Bay when he didn't have an offensive line and ran for his life, 
And in the game in which the second half he played, probably the worst second half he's ever played against Cincinnati, and they lose in the AFC Championship game. Those are his three losses. Two in the AFC Championship game, one in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes seems to do all right when it comes to the playoffs. And in those years, Patrick Mahomes has not had anywhere near close to what this defense that he has this year. And when you get into the playoffs with this team, with this quarterback, with that head coach, I would assume that, yes, the regular season, frustrating, pulling hairs, causing gray hairs, causing maybe a new cigarette addiction, joking, kind of. But there are things that this regular season has caused mass amounts of frustration. There's a little glimmer of hope when you see what offense worked when they simplified the offense and made things a little bit easier moving forward. And when you think about that with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, if they understand that, and you can take a page out of those you know, prime New England teams where Tom Brady was like, you know what, I know what our offense is. Our offense can get us 21, 24 points, and I know our defense is only going to allow 17 to 20. Let's lean on that. Not only that, we have a security blanket and a kicker to where I just need to get the ball to the 50-yard line. You're shortening the field. You're trusting in your defense, and you're owning time of possession. That is the blueprint of this team. Trust this simplicity of this offense. Continue to know that your defense is going to be there and back you up throughout, which it has done the entire season, not one wide receiver with over 100 yards. Only two wide receivers all year with 100 yards against the Chiefs. The only thing that's really gotten in the way is the Chiefs' offense because they trusted in what I finally believed and what I talked to Jay Brinkley about earlier tonight. What I finally believe is that they believed that the offense they had put together all offseason and all preseason and throughout the season, they truly believed it could work. And eventually it didn't. And the frustration kicked in of why it's not working. Drops, turnovers, fumbles, miscues, bad routes, wrong routes, misreads, bad reads. They simplified it. They said, you know what? Let's lean on 10. Let's see if that develops other options. They're going to go one-on-one with Rasheed Rice. We believe he's a solid wide receiver two of the future. Right now he's a wide receiver one. Let's lean in two. Number four, let's see him develop even more now that he's played more and more games. Remember the defense last year? A lot of rookies on that defense last year. They went all the way to the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, right? Maybe not the best defensive outing in the Super Bowl against Philadelphia. A lot of points in that game. But again, that's what this team is. That's what the blueprint is. The blueprint for this team to work is the blueprint that they are used against running the ball, getting down to third and shorts, getting the first down, moving the chains, not trying to score fast, not trying to have the explosive or the trickery type of plays. Just do what works for your offense and then lean on your defense. It's okay. I don't care if the Chiefs win every game 17 to 10. If they get to the AFC Championship game, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter. Like It doesn't matter because you know what Mahomes has already? Mahomes already has conversations of all-time greats, and he's got tons of time left in the league, we would think. With 426 yards, he passes Dan Marino for playoff records. With 880, he passes John Elway. With 1,282, he passes Drew Brees. That's not going to happen this year. But with two touchdowns, he passes Ben Roethlisberger for most touchdowns in the playoffs for an AFC quarterback, or for a quarterback. With three, he would pass Drew Brees. With six, he would pass Peyton Manning. With 10, he would pass Brett Favre. With 11, he would pass Joe Montana. That would be a feat that would be amazing to see. If he gets one more win, he passes JT's favorite quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. With three wins, he passes Brett Favre, Roger Staubach, Ben Roethlisberger. And if he wins the entire damn thing, he has more playoff wins than Peyton Manning, Steve Young, John Elway, and Terry Bradshaw. With the right postseason run, only Joe Montana and Tom Brady would be better postseason quarterbacks than Patrick Mahomes. 
get to the playoffs. That's all I say. Let the real season begin for the Kansas City Chiefs. Coming up on the other side, Bills, Dolphins, who do you want? Why do you want it? Who do we think you're going to get? And all the parody that follows with it. It's JT, I'm Dusty Likens. You're listening after our 610 Sports Radio. Is this a dance that's, like, universally known? Obviously, you're just spelling letters. It has to be, right? YMCA. Maybe not universally. Nationally, from a United States standpoint. Yeah, at least United States. But I think nationally, it could be. Is it still getting played in weddings? I don't know about weddings. Okay, weddings, it's died out. I also find it weird that when you go to weddings, I believe the DJ probably already has a playlist that the bride and groom have put together. And you'll still get like Carl. Hey, can you play so and so by blah blah blah? Nah, man. Playlist is done. Uh, some breaking news that you had mentioned. Uh, Adam Mizzou, Blake Baker is leaving Mizzou for LSU two weeks after signing a contract that made him one of the college football's five highest-paid assistant coaches. Don't want to talk about it. Okay, I'm down bad. All right, you might you might be seeing me uh, getting into a bathtub. Just crying away as the water hits me. We're just uh, only concerned with the transfer portal, apparently. You know, uh, I'm I'm so now I'm really worried about like you get the number one, def, you get the number one at some point mm-hmm. prospect college coming into it from Lee Summit North. Mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't change their minds. A lot of commits have come yeah. to Mizzou. They've got the number one corner from mm-hmm. Tennessee to commit. Um. The signing period has closed. The transfer portal early period has closed, but it's going to be interesting to see how what shakes up the Mizzou defense now. Yeah. You think him leaving will affect kids coming into Mizzou? It could. It could very well. He was he he brought that defense up financially in rankings mm-hmm. last year. Oh yeah. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens because, as many people have said. He signed a two-week extension two weeks ago. It was it was uh, an extension, yeah. and some people have said that Mizzou is willing to offer him the same amount or even more than LSU is. But it sounds like he's already made up his mind of going back to Baton Rouge. Because if you don't know, he was fired from by Brian Kelly right away. Mm-hmm. He was a linebackers coach, and he was cut. He was out. Yeah, forty ounce bounce, and now he's like, oh wait, Brian Kelly's like, I made a mistake. Can I get yeah. that back real quick? Mm. Is it college football playoff or bust for Mizzou next year? Since there's 12 teams and they essentially are going to have a pretty solid unit going into the season next year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm saying playoff or bust. I mean, that offense is coming back pretty much, at least weapon-wise, coming back the same except Cody Schrader is going to be gone. Yeah. Uh, you got Norfleet, the tight end that was a freshman this year. That's going to be a year older. Theo Weiss announced yesterday he's coming back. You got and, Luther Burden. Yeah. I mean, Burden's going to be probably top 18 pick. Yeah, he could be wide receiver of the year in college next year. Mm. Wouldn't that be nice? He was already a stud this year with one more year of uh, eligibility under his belt as a what, a true junior? Yeah, true junior. Yeah. Yeah, Mizzou's fun, man. I, I, I'm i really happy for Eli Drinkwitz because I, I believed early on with his, you know, sort of 
pizzazz or his sauce that he presented himself with. I was really into that. I thought, okay, this could work. This is somebody new, right? Like Odom was a boob. Um, and then KU beat that guy's team uh, this year in, uh, in in a bowl game. And this year it really seemed to click for Mizzou. And, of course, this was the year where, like, it's the last year the college football original and Mizzou would have been in. It's like typical Mizzou fashion. Um how do you rate the teams next year when it's all said and done on record-wise? Mizzou, Kansas, K-State, or Mizzou, Kansas, K-State, Mizzou, K-State, Kansas? Because a lot of people think the Big 12's like K-State's to lose now because Texas and Oklahoma leave, but you still have Arizona, Arizona State, Utah. Uh, Kansas is in there. I know Kansas has had a great year this year, but everybody comes back for Kansas, especially their quarterback who was out for the entire year almost. Um Colorado's in the Big 12. You know that Dion probably got a bunch of transfers uh, to help out with their offensive line and their D-line. Big 12 could be kind of interesting next year. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see Utah. Because yeah. Utah's like so like in the trenches kind of team. It's uh, They're going to bring some defense to the, the Big 12 that not many Big 12 teams have. Right. I think if you're ranking them locally, it's got to be Mizzou number one. Yeah. Okay. I think... I, I don't know about Daniels. Like Daniels, like is he is he gonna play next year? Like there was so much hype for him, and then he got injured, and like he just sat out. It right. felt like. And I love Avery Johnson. I think Avery Johnson's a stud for K State. Had a really good Pop Tart Bowl. Yeah, he did, and he had a really good time when he was coming in the regular season as well. The Pop Tart Bowl was actually way more entertaining than I thought it was gonna be. That mascot nailed it. Oh yeah. Who do you got on Monday night? You riding with Michigan since they've been the the bad dogs and the nobody wants them to win all season. Well, I'm going to say this: Harbaugh leaves no matter what happens. Win, draw, no lose. Yeah, I think he leaves. Okay, because he's scared that he's going to get suspended. I mean, he's already been suspended like twice in one year. But it wasn't by the call. It wasn't by the okay. NCAA. Okay, I'm going Washington. I think even though the defense and the trenches will be won by Michigan, Michael Penix, man, I, I, I might be falling for the hype, but those wide receivers. And him out there playing well. Mm. But if the running back can't go, then I might switch my mind. Because that running back is a huge, huge wild card for them. Somebody from the 913 said, that's future 2025 Chiefs receiver Luther Burden to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? I loved it whenever Mizzou played. They're like, mm. oh, the great, the best wide receiver core in Missouri is playing right now. And it's Mizzou's wide receiver core. Right. Yeah. Oh, boy. 913-586-7610. You can ask whatever you want on the other side as we wrap up a Friday night show. I'd like to be cordial with the text line before we get out of here. Plus, we'll get into my final thoughts. That's JT Noah. I'm Dusty Likens. This show that we call After Hours is presented to you because of 610 Sports Radio. We're back on the other side to wrap this thing up. If it's something weird and it don't look good, who you gonna call? Final segment of this Friday night program on After Hours. Thank you for everyone that has tagged along. Thanks to JT for doing everything on the important side of it. I don't do anything. Sit on my ass and talk sports. So, uh, yeah, you're the you're the conductor of the train here. So I appreciate all your help tonight. Yeah, it's been fun. Very fast. So fast. Like every time I get here, it's like, you know, 5 o'clock hour, and I'm like, man, this is just dragging and dragging and dragging. And then it's like, oh, show starts, and it's like Carrington just walked out of the studio, like, last minute. Um, final thoughts here on a Friday night. I thought it was interesting as they did a 2023 recap of the most watched broadcasts on television. 
93 of them were NFL games. 93. So people that are always asking, why is the NFL always on? 93 NFL games made the top 100 most-watched broadcast. Out of those 193 of them being NFL, three were college football, one was the State of the Union, one was Thanksgiving Day Parade, one was the Oscars, and one network TV show that happens to air after the Super Bowl. Which I think that's Survivor. I'm not sure. I know that, like, every episode of Survivor is on Netflix, and I haven't got it in me to go back and, like, just start from season one. So I just feel like that's... I don't know, kind of redundant, but it's interesting because you hear the number 93 out of 100, right, for the NFL. You want to take a guess how many times the 93 it was the Chiefs? I know the answer, so I won't say. In the 21 regular season postseason games the Chiefs played in, 16 games were in the top 100. Most watched broadcast. 16. So when you fumble in your brain and you think to yourself, man, why are the Chiefs always in prime time? Why are the Chiefs all? Because out of the 100 most watched games, 93 of them were the NFL. 16 of them were your Kansas City Chiefs. Now, part of that is because they put the Chiefs in prime time. Why do they put the Chiefs in prime time? Because the Chiefs get watched. And when they do 2024, there'll probably be some sort of 90 percentile that the NFL will be when it comes to most watched games. And the Chiefs will then again next year probably be slated for six primetime games before the season starts. Right? You're going to have Chiefs-Ravens next year. You're going to have either Chiefs and Dolphins or Chiefs and Bills next year. And you're going to have Chiefs and probably Jaguars again. That'll probably be another noon game. But again, you can already see, you know, you win your division, you play the other division winners. You're going to play the entire AFC West. So, you know, there's going to be a Chargers game on there because they're going to have some new head coach that might rhyme with Smelichek. At least that's where I believe Bill's going. Continuing on in the final thoughts, you do have football tomorrow for those of you that are somewhat excited for the NFL. You have Baltimore and Pittsburgh at 3.30, Houston and Indianapolis. I will say that Houston-Indianapolis game is somewhat juicy because it's on Saturday, and whoever wins that game is very, very, very interested in that Jacksonville game, which Jacksonville will play Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill is expected to be the starting quarterback announced for the Tennessee Titans, which, of course, has a lot of interesting strings to be pulled there. Ryan Tannehill is vying to show other teams that he can still play quarterback in the NFL. He doesn't want to have a bad game. He wants to go play spoiler. What's he want to do? Go beat Jacksonville at home. Tennessee, a four-point dog against Jacksonville on on Sunday at noon. The other thing that's interesting about the playoffs is that there is some sort of interesting twists, right? Like Joe Flacco could go play in Baltimore and Matthew Stafford could go play in Detroit. The NFL, even though week 18 is somewhat a punt with Baltimore resting the majority of its starters, Pittsburgh, if they can somehow win, can somewhat sneak into the playoffs with some help. The NFL season, not officially over yet, but it has been quite the ride, and it always ends 
down a bumpy path that eventually smooths out to the playoffs where we all cannot wait. The other thing that I saw today that I could not believe, I thought it was a parody account. I didn't think it was an actually real thing. X Factor. I don't know if you saw this or not, JT, but X Factor went to the internet and basically has said that he's talked to former Chiefs players. He's going to come back to Arrowhead, even though he's been banned, and he still thinks that he's a super fan, that people want him in attendance. I try to be positive and I try to be kind because you don't honestly know where everybody is in their life at the certain time that we live in day by day, week by week, month by month. But I'm going to be real here. X Factor, nobody wants you. Nobody needs you. Nobody ever did want you. Nobody ever did need you. You got knocked out at a game in front of a 10-year-old. And the 10-year-old didn't cry. He didn't get upset. He wasn't angry about it. He looked at you in disgust. And then the next day, you came out of a hospital in a little blue gown. And you played the pitiful card. Nobody likes you. You got banned from the stadium. They ain't letting you in. Your ego's too big to where you wouldn't wear a different outfit. You couldn't go Bobby Valentine. You wouldn't be able to go Bobby Valentine and put a fake mustache on and sunglasses try to disguise yourself as a different person. They still kicking you out. I don't speak for the entire Chiefs kingdom, but I feel like I am probably speaking for everyone on this regard. Nobody needs you around and nobody wants you. Go home. Stay home. Whatever that home is. Dress up in your gear. Hang out in your front lawn. More importantly, hang out in your backyard. Actually, just stay inside. You don't need to be seen by the public eye anymore. You had your chance. You could have right your wrongs. You got knocked out in the game, on the staircase, in front of a child who just looked at his dad, and his dad said, don't be that in life, son. That's not what we're striving for. I don't know why that video surfaced everywhere, but I know that he was saying that he's coming back, that Arrowhead needs him. No, they don't. We're done. You're a creep. They wrote a song about you. Radiohead. You're a creep, dog. I would take a thousand shots of video camera B-roll of Taylor Swift, of Patrick Mahomes ranting on the sideline. You aren't wanted. We don't need you anymore. Chief Super fans, might be time to take a little bit of a break. Or at least get together and somebody who has the courage and maybe, you know, send X Factor a DM because you know he's somewhere and somebody knows it. Hey, man, sit this one out. Go home. Stay home. 816, thank you. You speak for me regarding X Factor for sure. Nobody wants him around. He's a creeper anyway. I don't mind if you're a super fan. I love the little lady that has the, the fighting dolls that sits in the front row. The, the warrior guy. I like WWE. He pays homage to the, 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 the ultimate warrior. I like the, uh, the dude that wears the blazer with the backwards visor. Those guys are fine. They're not out here creeping people out, you know? Somebody says regarding the DJ of the wedding, having been married and hired a DJ, you just put in your must-have songs, and they work them in. Have to be a control freak to set the entire playlist. I kind of back that, but I also kind of believe that, like, you could tell the guy, like, hey, we want we want Springsteen, we want Bieber, we want Morgan Wallen. I'm just naming artists. These wouldn't be on my playlist, but even though if you heard the drive, you might know. But you just kind of, you know. 
you tell them what you want. And then when people come up and try to act like it's their wedding, hey, can you play Shout, you know, the song from Animal House so we can all get a little bit louder now and a little bit softer now? Most of the time, they're going to tell you to back up. This ain't your wedding, Charles. Thank you to Jay Binkley tonight for uh, coming on the show. Thank you for Mayor Lucas joining the drive to give some more clarity to what was the statement announcement today. Thanks to JT Noah for everything that he has done tonight as well. Uh, always fun on a Friday night, man. Always, uh, always good to get in here, cut the teeth, get the weekend started right. Yeah, it's and, been, it's uh, been get on so with the weekend. fun. Been wild. Yeah. We got some snow. Had a little snow. Have a little snow. We had uh, Royals and uh, Chiefs update, which you never thought was going to come. No. Um. And then uh, my night had been great until about 25 minutes ago. Mizzou. Yeah, Mizzou just, you know. They'll do it to you. I, I, at, when you're at your highest? Yeah. Bang. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Two seed, Norfolk State. It, it's, <laughs> come on, man. That's low. Okay. Um, but I, the one thing I will say about the whole. Phil Pressy, Wayne Seldon. Yeah, great. Keep you coming. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say this. is like we, we criticize players for transferring. The, this coach did it outside the transfer portal. Like everyone's, you mm-hmm. can't, the, the players can't do anything now. Like that the signing IL money, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Oh, but look at me. I'm gonna go make. I'm gonna go make two more, uh, two million, two hundred more. He's getting, I think, two, two point two, and he was getting two mil from us. Mm. Mizzou. Like, hate man, to see it. Someone goes, happy life, happy wife, happy life. Well, the wife is from Louisiana, so I guess, I guess there you go. I need to find me a wife, as I do every night. Go do something nice for somebody. It could change their day, week, month, or year. You never know. It's cool to care. Kansas City, I love you. I'll talk to you Sunday at nine. Good night. Stay safe.